Okay, y'all, welcome back. It's the Real World Network. This is the Rose Before Bros podcast. I'm with Paul and the newbie, Jordan. Hi. Um, and we took, sorry about missing the last two episodes, but it was Mardi Gras, so. Yes, we had, Yeah. Tricking was more important. Exactly. Everybody needed to get lit for basically two straight fucking weekends <laughs> uh, down here, or two straight weeks, really, unless you went to the chop yard work. Dreams going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, so we're on hometowns for this episode. I think we're just going to take it from there as opposed to recapping the last two, because that's a little much, but, uh, hometown dates, uh, it started with, uh, Kendall, and, uh, they're in LA, and they're, like, kind of hanging around, like, on the beach and stuff, and then he takes her, or she takes him to what she described at, was Taxidermy World which I guess is where she spends her time in. It is literally a warehouse full of dead animals. It's where Leatherface got his start. I right, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's... So at one point, she hands him, like, a stuffed... Uh, ocelot or some sort <laughs> of other cat-type thing. It's like, oh, it's like a... It's like a, it's like a teddy bear. It's like, no, it's, and it was like all saggy and like gross and he's kind of poking at everything. It is really weird. But then he, she takes him over to this table and there's just three flat, empty rat skins that they have to fucking stuff, which is disgusting. And he is wigging out the whole time, obviously. But he did it, right? He picks it up, and they have to, like, sh- stuff it through the back end. Asshole. <laughs> Paul's first date. <laughs> wow, okay. Okay, sorry. We're going there. <laughs> uh, and it was really fucking odd, and you can tell he's, like, creeped out by the entire process. I don't know how... Well, I mean, as been. someone who doesn't like Ari, I will say, good for him. I mean, he is... Rolling up his yeah. and he's getting involved in a pretty weird, out there, kind of disgusting hobby, and he's trying to make it work with this girl. So I, you know, I, I don't like Ari, but I will, I'll give him credit here. Has have either of you two dated anybody with a really weird, odd hobby that'd be like, I'm a little uncomfortable with this? No, oh, I can't say. No, no, I can't say. But you're also talking Jordan, hobby. who keeps raccoons as pets. So okay, so <laughs> also true. The shade is alive and well, right? We now. have to. Uh. Do you like walk them on leashes? I know I don't walk them on leashes. I just raise them and then I send them back into the wild eventually. I don't keep them as pets. So they, That'd and then be they weird. just go into your neighbor's yard and start eating their trash? No, they like, like come, the... they come back. They they come back and we feed them. <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a feral cat, you know? Yeah, but a raccoon. Or like a very lonely boy. Like <laughs> Throw him a bone, he's gonna keep going back. Kind of like. <laughs> I don't know any guys like that. <laughs> Who would do such a thing? Anyway. <laughs> oh, we're using names, all right. But uh, no, no, no weird uh, hobbies for for ex. Yeah, no weird hobbies, fetishes, yes. <laughs> oh, that could be a, a, what, a whole separate podcast. What would be the weirdest hobby that you could put up? Like, I can handle this. I don't know. That one's pretty out there. Yeah, that is out there. It's sort of a line. Depending on which it's one thing as a profession, but as a hobby, I think that's a whole other story. Be trying to bring it into the home all the time, too. Like, like are you, are you, is she pulling over on the side of the road, picking up dead otters? 
Like, uh, where is she getting all these animals from? Do you see a lot of dead otters on the road? Maybe okay. in chase. Okay, sh should I use possums and Poss stuff? Armadillos. There you go. Else. And she's like taking a shovel and like scraping up. Uh, yeah, you have, to, you have to like definitely question where she's getting uh, the body. So from. she didn't say she was a hunter. She just said she enjoys taxidermy. Well, the hunting part of this episode obviously comes later in the description of what a truly <laughs> a great man is. Um, right. Very fair point. So they have they go to her house, or it, it looked. What you're trying to figure out the layout. I'm, I'm confused yeah. is why you said house in quotation marks. So they go there and like, it was really well decorated in some parts, but then oddly in the other, and Paul and I were discussing if they had like... It was like, what was that lady, the, I don't know if it's the lady, but the H.H. Holmes house with his like staircases leading to an empty um, yeah. a door that doesn't open, like... Oh, so it like... It like a maze house. It, yeah, yeah I, it I was weird. Like, you know, like the where the... The devil lives. Yeah, a sense. I could not figure out the layout of it at all. Or like if they had a set, like they had a designer come in and like do some things, but then mom was like, you can't touch this room. And it was the weird room with all the like Hindu sculptures with like necklaces everywhere. And Where shit they like met that. to discuss Ari. Every, each, but to be fair, there was only one item of taxidermy in there, if that's how you describe it. Impressive. Um... Dad wasn't overly impressed, I didn't think. Can you blame him? Ari. And I can't. It, it was the first of many times we heard Ari say, I'm falling, falling for her, for I'm you, falling yeah. for her, I'm falling for her, I'm falling for her. Oh. Also, I think Kendall has a twin sister, because she was on there wearing a satin robe, which I totally respect. Yeah, as if she, oh, thanks for popping in. Like, oh, like, like she like, just killed, like, her sugar daddy and, like, came down the stairs, like, in right, her like satin robe with her giant glass of water. Well, and, and as if there weren't camera crews already, and I was like, oh, I didn't expect you to show up right now, mm -hmm. Kendall, with your potentially future fiancé. Didn't even realize you were on The Bachelor. <laughs> oh, no, where, where have you been doing? Not jealous at all. <laughs> so I'm not going to be famous. Be fucking lame. Uh, it wasn't, I don't know, it was pretty, they it were all dull. right, they were dull. fine, yeah, it was. Um, like the rest of the season, just dull. Wiener dull. was great. We then go to Wiener, Arkansas, which yes. we had a lot of laughs in Wiener. We had and a lot. I expense. mean, immediately we walk in and there's a joke just sitting on the table with your. There's wieners on the table. <laughs> uh, what I just realized too is they did Wiener AK, which is the zip for which is Alaska, not. Arkansas. Okay, I noticed that too. They did it at yeah. first, and then they and then corrected they it. From switched it back, but like they missed it. Yeah, but, they missed I mean, it on the first one. They couldn't Orbs. fix it before they aired this episode. Uh, that's pretty pathetic. Come editing. on, ABC, get your shit together. It's pretty shoddy editing. And, uh, and that's why I don't watch this show. <laughs> <laughs> shoddy mistakes. Like yes, that. we know you as a film buff, <laughs> Paul. Yes, you I would love have given it an Oscar. Jennifer's body, films of all time. <laughs> so I'm um, basically. An Ebert and or Roper type. Is that the one with what's her name? Who like Megan Fox and she's, man, a, that she's is... a man eating demon. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's fucking okay, great. You, if you haven't seen it, have you seen I'm it? I'm not. Okay. Nope. You I... need to. It is. I remember it have higher standards of film. No, it's okay. You know what? It no, was like, advertised as a straight up horror, but it's actually supposed to be a horror comedy because it is supposed to be funny. But that's that's in my podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paul's own movie review podcast. <laughs> Paul's very Jennifer's body gay podcast. Look it up. It's really great. <laughs> uh, and so we meet the family. She has her 
giant buff bald brother with that just got out of jail. With we assume. Per, uh, well, he hadn't been there for her for a while, which obviously I'm assuming he spent time in yeah. county. He's got double hoop pierced earrings. Yeah. Very on brand for Wiener Arkansas. There are. <laughs> Very on brand. There are. Because you've been a Wiener Arkansas I, I so have, many times in your life. I know so much about Wiener Arkansas. Like I have, I'll have. i have you now. Have you been to Arkansas? I've been to Arkansas, not Wiener. Oh, damn. <laughs> you I haven't been to Wiener Arkansas? That's Can you believe it? Shocking. I can't believe. There, I bet Wiener Fest is awesome. There's got to be one there, right? <laughs> Pass me. I think a lot of guys in harnesses go there. Probably something very different. You could like sure. cook a wiener. Like, can you? Obviously, you can fry it. You know, you got just like <laughs> you can obviously fry a wiener. <laughs> Regular wiener. Apparently, you can wrap it in a mini croissant <laughs> and put a fucking toothpick in it and they serve it. They cheers with it. They did. That not was not a, wine. That was not the, the Michelob Ultra the, with the lime in it. No, the wiener. <laughs> That's. That's what we're doing. And the funny thing is that it's not that they weren't drinking and they couldn't use their drinks to cheers. They, <laughs> they, they chose they to do the wieners. To use the wieners. Hold on, but I will say the best part about the conversation with the brother, and I know what he was getting at, he was trying to call him up Arya for being a player, but instead he made himself sound gay. <laughs> yeah. When he said, you're the kissing bandit, is that something I can look forward to? That was the best. That really was the best. And I know what he meant. He meant, like, doesn't I can look forward to hearing about, like, my sister dating the kissing bandit. Like, are you going to kiss another girl mm-hmm, while you're with mm-hmm, her? Mm-hmm. But it really just sounded like he was like, can I kiss you next? <laughs> you know, prison will change a man. That's, and, then, it's very and you couple that with the prison and... We've got ourselves. Yeah, a, I mean, he could have been in there for a really long time. A prison home on our hands, everybody. <laughs> he wants to be the first gay bachelor. And With those earrings, he just might be. Bravo, where are you at? Um, I thought her dad was great. He was yes. kind of funny. He, you're a girl, like. But. Want to be clean? His shotgun. Yeah. Yeah, the shotgun joke was funny, but then his awful like I can find it on Google. Oh, Google. On Google. Like, well. That's my guy right there. Only I mean, on Google. I thought he was... Did she... They didn't talk to like the mom at all or anything like that? Or whoever no. else was around? Was he like, didn't have a one-on-one with her, no. no. Not, not, at not, least not that they showed. Yeah. So obviously it was boring because... Yeah. I'm sure she was like, I trust her. I mean, and that's how it felt the whole time, honestly. Not to spoil it. Spoil the rest of the podcast, but honestly, it was all like, no, you don't have my blessing. But if but, she likes you, then I, yeah, I'll accept it. Yeah, yeah, even though I've met you for one hour, I'd love you to spend the rest. And my of daughter's only been dating you five weeks, but I mean, while dating other girls. But yeah, blessing. Go for it. And all of it, they made it all seem like the dads were all going to dislike him. Yeah, and then immediately change of heart as soon as they're talking he to him. He must be one charming mother. I think the only one who really held, and not as far as the preview showed, but kind of held the ground was uh, the, the, pastor. the pastor. Uncle Pastor Greg, or Gary. Pastor Gary? <laughs> Whatever his name I was. Think, was it Gary? Was it, I, I think it was, it was Gary. Gary. No, I think Gary was the grandfather. But anyway, the pastor, I mean, he was the one who was like, yeah. you know. So not dad. sold on you. Yeah, and he was like, right. it's not my call, it's not. And he, right. That's why he says it's the mother's call. So that is Becca's date. They that's hang out in an... Apple Orchard, because... It's a great date. And they slingshot apples. Is that That's a great fun. date? I think that would be fun. Okay, in the north... Have you been to an Apple Orchard on I have not. That is... Do have those here? Exactly, no. There's no... There's orange. I don't think it's called Orchard, though. It's a grove. There you go. Oh, well, someone knows his shit. No still elitism here at its finest. <laughs> there's orange groves here. I guess it would be pretty fun to, like, go slingshot them, you know? But, so, I always dreaded, like... <laughs> 
when I was living in Boston, I was dreading the fall season because here come the onslaughts of Instagrams of happy couples apple picking. Yes. And you so know what they do? They take the bag of apples and they go home and they make a little apple cider with some of them and then they make apple pies with the rest. And then you get another Instagram. These are the pie that I made with me and you know, yeah, so it wasn't a refreshing Craig to see them slingshotting it instead of Me and, me and, Coop, me and Cooper's fucking apples that we picked. <laughs> Shout out to Elise. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, Elise can't be here tonight because um, she's getting dick. <laughs> I love this pod. Which is good. I mean, we're happy for yeah, it. We are. God bless She doesn't need to tear down other women. We're a little bitter, but it's dick. all good. Yeah, yeah. Uh... They do the apple thing and then go to her house and they meet with Pastor Gary or whatever, who then goes on to explain that Becca's father was such a great guy because he could hunt fish and carve wood ducks. Not a great dad. Great hunter. Not a great father, but I'll tell you, the guy was a real outdoorsman. Yeah, the best was he said, see all those ducks that he carved them himself. And, he, and Ari goes, wow. He goes, yeah, he was. He was yeah, he was something. He was the best. <laughs> like. Not, hey, I raised my daughter, like, he was great at raising his daughter. You got deer season, you got, <laughs> yeah. you know, you got fishing, you got squirrel season, and you got, got turkey duck season, season, and then you yeah. got duck season. I mean, it's year-round. Who can blame the guy for being that He wasn't around much. <laughs> yeah, there's fun. Or anymore. <laughs> oh, wow. Fuck. Oh, wow. That's, uh... <laughs> That's ripe. <laughs> Just with those apples. <laughs> And it came full circle. <laughs> Uh-oh, Jordan's out of wine. I am. Oh, Stay well. Up. Let's hear from our sponsors at Bodavox. Here <laughs> at Bodavox. Old wine's infidel. When you're for when you can't find black box, <laughs> when you're go to Bodavox. When you're too cheap for a bottle, grab a box. <laughs> That's Bodavox. Thank you, Bodavox. It's recyclable. <laughs> That's why we get it. We really care about the environment. That's exactly did you bring it. a bottle of Coppola? That's I did. Good. Wow. And we haven't even opened it. Yep. Not yet. I can't believe they sell it at the corner store by your house. <laughs> I can't believe they have that in Belchase. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just all like strawberry Rita. Like, Old like, Yeah. It's Bud Light Lime, actually. Bud Light Lime? Oh. Bud Light Lime is good. I know. It's you still would Bud like Bud Light Lime. It's still Bud Light. Yeah. Fair. Our other sponsor, Bud Light. Bud Light. Anyway, back to the show. Um, you just spit back in. I didn't even take a second. Okay. Uh, and again, for the third time, Ari now batting three, three for three on. I'm falling for her. But I really like how Becca asked her mom if she would give her her blessing, and literally she just goes. No. Fuck no. Immediate. And then, fast forward to her talking to Ari. Well, you know, I trust Becca, so I, I trust her answer. They all fall back. What the hell? Like, Nobody follow through. Like, go, grab your balls and follow through with your answer. Just grab them. <laughs> you know who'd be a great mom on this show? Your mom. <laughs> oh, George, my mom Your mom would be, would be fucking great. Oh, God. That poor bastard. She would probably hit on him. He would run away with his tail in between his legs. Have you met? We did. We only have Paradigm Gardens, very briefly. But you've told me stories like when you... My mom is redneck. Like when you've come home and be like, Mom, like you're going to kill me once you find out whose house is that. And she's like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I mean, I don't really know her, but damn, do I respect her. God, God she's right. But, <laughs> but she ain't wrong. She would be a good mom on the show. She would. Yeah, because... I will apply to The Bachelor just so my mom can be on the show. Yeah, it's more... I honestly think it would just take one video... Of my mother? Well, of you, like, goofing around with the raccoons. It'd be like, oh, yeah. And then I could do, like, like, two little minute interview with my mom, and they'd be like, oh... She's immediately making it to hometowns. We've got a star. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> top four. Just for Leah. Oh, could you imagine being that lucky bachelor who gets to go travel to scenic Belgium? <laughs> That's not an oil refinery in your backyard. <laughs> was that well, a gunshot? I think that was a yeah, fourth, it's her dad. That was a fourth dead possum that I passed yeah. on the way. Are we eating good tonight? <laughs> Dad comes in with the hog. And Joke's on you. That's dinner. So. Talton's smoking a cigarette next door. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> what you guys doing? What's happening up in here? <laughs> they got a Hollywood camera crew up in up in here. I don't know what all that what all that's about. Another <laughs> uh, sponsor, Belchase. <laughs> City of Dreams. That's Belchase. The tourism board of Belchase sponsors this podcast. Belchase, Louisiana. Only one way in and only one way out. Is that really good? Yeah. Yeah. That's not, that's not I was going to say, what, the pig shoot? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the asshole of Louisiana. Uh, good pod. Good pod. Uh, so then, uh, we go to Lauren B's house, which she is supposed to be from Dallas, but they're hanging out on the beach. Somewhere we don't, because we weren't paying attention. We were all distracted by pizza and <laughs> yeah. talking about something else, so uh, we kind of miss their, apparently this is their vacation home, which by the way was fucking massive. Yeah, the whole scene, the whole scene, I haven't been that confused since the first time I saw Jordan <laughs> and the raccoon. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. Last I checked, are there, there are no beaches in Dallas. Because no. it's, um... 99% sure that there is no beaches in Dallas. Yeah, so I don't really know what the hell that I'm is. I'm wondering if their house in Dallas is too poor so they had to use a rich relative somewhere else. Because they do that. Shady. Damn. Lauren B's family is poor. You, wait, you're calling our, <laughs> our veterans Wait, poor? we also didn't even talk about the fact that Becca's family catered Panera. Oh, that is right. Um, they had literally soup bowls and like pressed paninis. They're all identical from Panera. And Pastor Gary was drinking water while everybody else was drinking wine out of... You would think he'd be okay with red wine, though. Pastor, you know, Jesus turned water into wine. Water, right, right. Did I tell you guys that I worked at Panera Bread for like six years? (laughs) No. my high school career, yeah. I was the... uh, You went to high school for six years? (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Okay, so I did it at the beginning part of college, too. Jesus, Kevin, call me out. I was the sandwich guy, and I got but promoted to consolidator, which is the guy who screams the name and bags and trays the food, <laughs> and sometimes has to end up pouring soups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or they have a great benefits. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't. It was about there nine. Was. I think it was. I started at nine dollars an hour, and at the end of year six, I was all the way up to nine seventy five. <laughs> And it was great. It was a good time. Um, 
if these little shits came in and then like have their name be like Voldemort or something that wasn't real name, I refuse to say it out loud. I'd say the order instead of what the name was, and they'd be so disappointed. Wow, really? Sticking it to them. <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, thanks for coming. You're pissing bitches. off our Panera sponsors. <laughs> yeah, also, this podcast is sponsored by Panera Bread. Oh, another side story, though. Panera <laughs> was located on a, the one I worked at was located on a piece of uh, property that like a, uh, a mall owned. It wasn't connected to the mall, but it was on their property. And while working at Panera, I got caught shoplifting. <laughs> <laughs> It was permanently banned from that mall property, but, <laughs> but you worked in the old. I got one over on them because I still worked at Panera Bread, y'all. Oh my god. It was a crazy challenge. Oh, How did you not go as Panera Bread employee for like for Mardi Gras? That would have been a good costume. Uh, I, I no longer own any of the. Uh, <laughs> Burned all of them after. Yeah, it was basically just like a an olive green apron and an olive green hat. And you can kind of wear khakis or you can wear a polo of your choice, but it couldn't have any, like, too big of an insignia on it. They're very strict about that, as I recall. Who could blame them? And I wore my hat kind of sideways, too. <laughs> well, I could see it. Wasn't it. Like, it wasn't like Jamie Kennedy and. Yeah, I was gonna. Uh, it was my car it was sideways. But it was on the top of my head, but it kind of let my hair quaff still, but it was up and, like, sideways a little bit. <laughs> and so, thank you, Panera Bread, for sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> It takes a lot of sponsors to get through this podcast. <laughs> to <way>. get this <laughs> yeah, podcast up off the ground. Off the ground. <laughs> wow, that is a really fascinating story. I know. So actually. that's a little I've piece about so me. Much about you that's a little piece about me. Uh, so we go to Lauren B's family, poor yeah. family's rich, <laughs> rich aunt uncle's vacation home. Mm-hmm. Somewhere on a beach somewhere, and um, the date. It does not start out well. They get to the table. They're sitting down. I think Ari kind of starts freaking out because nobody's talking, which is pretty on brand for Lauren B. in general. We kind of get the feeling that they all have the same personality as her, which is like a used go-cup on a parade route. (laughs) (laughs) A used go-cup. Damn. Uh, And he... Cold. She's a human being with feelings, Devin. Goddamn. She's she a might person too. To She's a person too. <laughs> I'm a human being. I'm a human being. So Ari is like freaking out, which I actually probably would too. Yeah, it's a bad situation. And he gets up and is like, "I'm gonna excuse myself," but then he just walks around to the other side of like the staircase. And they're sweating bullets. Right. I thought he was in the bathroom. Was he? Was that? No, no, he was on was the other side, and he was talking side. to a producer, and was like, Where I'm "Really hot." I could see him. He probably asked him to turn the AC on or something like that. I mean, like cardigan is probably like Ari's a lot of heat. standard blue shawl collar cardigan that he got at yes. H&M for $23. Okay, he's literally like a character from a cartoon, like where they're just, their hair, their body shape, their clothes are the same every time because the animator just like goes through. It's like the cardigan. His hair does not change. Mm-hmm. You made the comment on being colored. Sure, it, maybe it's colored a little bit like different. The touch of gray situation just from right. But the style, like, it you're is, right, cause, I mean, it's a about, wig. You even, like, because <laughs> yeah. you have, like, some hair days, even if you're having a good hair day, you can't get that perfect style every single time, but literally every single hair And the worst part about that, Jordan, is that it's not perfect. He does not have good hair. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's, it's not awful. a good look. It's awful. It's that, but like, standard every time. Throwy, it's, like, yeah, it's like, dude, you're 37, you're not a fraternity anymore, let's move on with your life. Yeah, it looks a little bit like, um... Ellen DeGeneres' hair when she was on nice. her own sitcom in the 90s. That was a like, great that was a really analogy. Well done. 
it's just bad. It, it's awful. <laughs> but it is the same every time, Absolutely. and to that consistency, you have to respect. Or do you have to say, hey man, we all know you're wearing a wig. Yeah. <laughs> what are you hiding? <laughs> Baldness. Or is it a birthmark that's shaped like a penis that is embarrassed about? <laughs> You go I to like country club for one afternoon, just dicks on the brain. The brain. <laughs> Maybe I was born this way. <laughs> um, so the dad starts kind of, Lord B's dad kind of starts grilling about, like, you ever know any, like, military families? Which is surprising that he says no, having, he lives in Scottsdale, Scottsdale. which is like... The Mecca. Yeah, it is half people in, like, how do you not know one person who has any relation to a military family? I mean, that right there is a red flag. Like, you have no friends? Because... And the golf situation. He asked him to play golf. He says no. And, like, that is the telltale of a gay man right there. If you don't play golf. (laughs) I I have no idea how long, why I took my dad so long from from to figure out that I was gay. I mean, how many times did I deny going golfing with him? Is that what you'd be like, I'm going golfing? I didn't realize gay men don't golf. Well, straight men golf. I don't know if gay men don't golf, but straight men definitely golf. And so if you you don't golf, that's a little suspect. Okay. That's all I'm saying. That's a... Keep an eye out for that. That's really good to know. Thank you so much. I'm here to just deliver, like, amazing life advice (laughs) and to look this good. Those are my two jobs. So sad as podcast kids, if you look like. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing, you I'm wearing basketball shorts and a Thriller t-shirt. <laughs> With okay. black croissants. That's not true. I'm wearing a full uh, satin suit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm wearing a fedora. Why are you uh, lying to our listeners? <laughs> because our sponsor, Justin Timberlake, <laughs> <laughs> wants, his, wants his crew wearing fedoras and suits at all times. Justin Timberlake, new album, Man of the Woods, out now. God, is it still out? I didn't even take it off the shelves because that thing sucked. <laughs> I heard the one song and I said, the thank you. Which is crazy because you know what? I'm a JT fan. Same. How can you not be a JT fan? The man there can are dance, a couple out the man there. can sing, he's funny. He's handsome as fuck. He's gotta be gay, right? No. He's no, had no. too many good qualities. No straight man has that. Yeah, this that's not going to be a problem for you for the rest of your life. That, that attitude towards, <laughs> towards men. Anyone who seems good, gay. <laughs> well, gay. props gay. Way too good to be true. Props oh, no, gay. Nope. Or, or I assume he has a very tiny dick. There's got to be something wrong with man. No, he's dating Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel's hot as fuck. She, 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 she can't seem to find a way to save her she life. Definitely, she's beautiful. Yeah, she's... They have a kid too, right? Silas. Well, he's fertile. We know that. Yeah, he's got a big fat ball bag full of sperm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's ready to go. That's what I love about him. And he plays no, because he plays golf. Oh, so he's definitely straight. Okay, okay. so he plays we got golf. golf on our hands. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Straight as an arrow. So our sponsor, straight Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> he's ready to produce children. Uh, so the dad seems like <laughs> back on track. We keep getting off the rails. <laughs> well, and I'm a lot more sober head than I usually am at your house, so that's saying something. It's only your fifth glass of Boda Box. Is there any alcohol in this thing? (laughs) It's just grape juice. (laughs) Fun fact. Uh, So Lauren B's dad seems like he's going to be real hard-ass. It's a military thing. And we're also, just to jump back off another rail, Paul, why don't you tell us how you feel about Lauren B's dad? Oh, yeah, (sighs) this is a good story. Well, it's not really a story, it's just an opinion. Side note. I'm just gonna come out and say it. He's hot. He's yeah. hot. And you know what? Is he as hot as he used to be? I would I would bet a lot of money. But you like no. to smile, right? 
he had sort of this look about him when he when he when Ari first walked in. He kind of said, "Nice to meet you." Shook his hand real hard, eye contact, smiling, and then he just kind of had this look like, "I want this guy." And I, I was like, "That's hot. <laughs> That's hot." Paul could relate to to that. Yeah, there's something about him. I was into it, and uh, I'm not gonna feel ashamed or embarrassed. No, you no, shouldn't. You, definitely you shouldn't. shouldn't. We definitely shouldn't. Not gonna be dragged to the mud because I think Ari is kind of sexy. Ari's handshake though definitely is weak. How did we miss that? It's, yeah. And the thing is, it's embarrassing when you can see it through TV. Yeah. It's you can you can judge someone's handshake when you're the one receiving the but handshake you and you're shaking the hand. But to be able to judge, to, yeah. to judge it through TV is like, yikes, yeah, dude. Bad. That's bad. It's really bad. You should be embarrassed. He's trying to be a hard ass uh, with Ari, and they go outside, sit down on the patio. Also, for the third time, Ari asks. Wow, it's really nice. Or like, is it? It's really warm out. Like, is this normal? Like, <laughs> he does that in Arkansas. He says it about the weather yeah. all the time. And he's that boring. He's, he just has yeah, to the weather every it. single time. And Laura B's dad goes, uh, no. 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 <laughs> no. 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 It's very, very rare this time of year. Yeah, we're lucky. I don't know. He's not interested in playing that game at all, and I love that. That's why we're dating. Me and Laura. <laughs> <B's dad. laughs> uh, he's the one interesting person in their family. Thank God. But he wins, Ari wins him over by saying that he went on like a USO tour. He literally creamed other... his panties when Ari said that. And if you went over there, you went over to Iraq and, and, and like he was spent ready, time with our boys. He and, was ready and, to but, murder him and then he said that and all of a sudden. Well, go ahead. You you take my bo- you take my daughter to the fantasy Just school. You do whatever you want. describe everything to me after yeah. because. I wouldn't know what you're like in bed. He's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's going to ask her. How was he? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me all about it. How was my man? Can I lay that pipe? Yeah. Okay, well, I, well, we didn't talk about it. We didn't even talk about it while we were watching it because I. it was so quick. It was one quick frame of the little sister of Lauren B. What, during the, when it's silent in the living room, it shows her sitting in a chair and she, she's kind of leaning like this and she rolls her eyes. I don't know what she's rolling it at, but she just rolls her eyes and looks down and I'm just like, that's my new best friend. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe she's the savage one of the family because whatever she was selling, I was buying. Lauren B could use some of that. I mean, they're that's a boring bitch. God, she she's like a wet cardboard. Awful. I was a original analogy. Yeah, fair. And enough. used Yeah, but she is. Is she the prettiest one? I think Kendall's the prettiest. I don't know, it's tough. I think Kendall and then Lauren B. I think it would go with Kendall. I'd go with Kendall as well. It. I just refer to myself as it. It would go with Kendall. <laughs> well. I'm Pennywise the Clown. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Georgie. Would you get a balloon? They're it on DVD now. <laughs> God, it was so good. There's so many sponsors. So many. Well, again, this is, really, this is a really ragtag operation here. Yeah, so. it's sort of like patchwork. Yeah, we really need to... Leaking oil yeah, down the highway. Constantly, constantly. This thing is just hemorrhaging. <laughs> or losing money. So he ends up turning around. Like, they all kind of like Ari, I think, in the end. And it is a weird thing that they all... I think every family was... He charmed I them. I think the only the reason part. that he actually charmed them, though, is they realize he's harmless, and he's so boring. They're like, well, I mean, he's definitely not going to be fucking her in the fantasy suite, so why not let it ride? I thought in the, Fair. in the, you know, 
scenes for the next episode where the girl's crying and he's leaving. I, I would assume that was the aftermath of his fucking. Maybe. Her crying but like I mean, is really it bad. tears because he's that bad in bed? That's my assumption. Yeah. No, it's the it's uh it's the fact that. Tia's dad, who said he could find him on Google, comes and finds him and kills all the girls. Yeah, yeah. He actually did find him on Google in Peru. In Peru. Well, that brings up. Well, I'll <laughs> so, I'm now the conductor of this podcast. Please, hey, I'm at it. Um, <laughs> we get to the rose ceremony, and Ari all of a sudden has to take time. He needs a timeout. He gets up there. He's kind of giving the spiel about how, you know, it's a really hard decision, blah, blah, blah. And then he has to move to the side. We assume fart. Because <laughs> if... That's I actually... Want, I wouldn't want to gas us at a I Actually, I would say a third of the time that I say I have to go to the bathroom or chop yard. That's actually, actually what I'm doing. I'll just lay it out. Or like when you have a I'm, girl I'm over. I'm farting almost all the time. <laughs> when you have a girl over, you're like, I gotta pee, and it's actually because you want to step outside. You're like, oh, when so when a girl leaves, that is one of the first things you finally let that fart out. You've been holding it all, yeah, and then you laugh because it's so <laughs> nothing, crazy. And there's nothing better. It's so loud and crazy and long. You start laughing. You're like, <laughs> yeah. a crazy person. But I also I have that gate there, so I have to make sure I get back into the house before I do because I don't want to. Um, oh, you walked them out, what a gentleman. I think that's like the number one good thing about being in a long term relationship is. Just you don't have to lie. walk him out. Just catch him around. <laughs> they can fart. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No. Not walk him out. Yeah, you can just let your fart See fall. Jordan being the leader of the Dutch oven. Yeah. Versus her. You know. Yeah. It can get fun. <laughs> it can get fun. It's <laughs> disgusting. Um, so he goes off, he farts, he comes back, and then he wants to pull... <laughs> uh, it's a matter of fact that yeah. he definitely farted. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then he wants to pull Kendall aside and have a chat with her because Kendall, during the, during her hometown, did say that she was unsure about getting, about proposing right away. And... Which, I mean, can you blame her? Like... No, no one is to blame in this situation. They've been Aside dating. from... Okay, they... ABC. What, this is six weeks? From week Maybe six? eight at the most. Maybe. And Kendall and him have been on two dates. One of them was a two-on-one. Like, oh my god, how awful are you that you don't want to ring at the end of this? Right. That's... And uh, you made a good point talking about Rachel yeah. last season. About how she initially was unsure that she wanted to get engaged right away. And almost like, I'm using this to get to a relationship to then see if I want to get engaged. And by the end... She was turning it on everybody. We're getting engaged. I want and to get engaged. And she obviously wanted to, wanted to be with uh, the whoever the hot guy was with Peter. She Peter. wanted to be with Peter. Right. And it seems like the same way he wants to be with Kendall, but he wants a ring at the end of this. And mm -hmm. so the he's not willing to. Yeah, the producers like put the twist on and start giving more pressure, and they eventually kind of like start giving in and then forcing, you know, the other people into that as well. So he pulls her aside, tries to like, basically get her to say, yeah, I'll get engaged at the end of this, but she stands her ground, respect. Yeah. And then we have the rose ceremony, and Tia, yeah. the one that we all thought was going to be safe, gets cut. Yeah, I thought for sure it was going to be uh, Tia, well, I was going ahead, final two, Tia and Kendall. Right. I mean, I was like... No, see, I think, I think Lauren's definitely going to be an end. He's mm -hmm. the 
she's the only one that he has said that I'm falling in love with you. I think she's definitely going to be final two. I just felt based on the family. I was just going on family visits. And, and I feel like what I said earlier about Becca was, you know, if, if she has strong faith, uh, you know, convictions, he said to the pastor, he was like, I'm not far, I'm not as far along as she is. It's like, how old is he? 30 what? 37. So, obviously changes happen in people's lives and people do find religion later in life for some people. But I mean, like, yeah, when you're only going to die. No, that's what, I don't feel way. like you, that's not how you talk about religion either. I'm not as far as long as she is. What does that mean? Like, that was the best answer you could give to a pastor. That's like, so means. you believe in God, you go to church, you only go to church once a month, or she goes four times, like... Or you just go for Christmas, like, what, what is that, what, like... That, I'm not as far as long as she is, that makes no sense whatsoever. Agreed. And, uh, I just thought Tia's, like, hometown was, went well for him, she did, like, the racetrack I thing, I do feel like cool. her hometown was, like, the most comfortable. Yeah. Like, I I think any stranger could have walked into their house and just been, like, at home. I mean, they had... They you see beanie like weenies you know? on a, in, a, in a bowl. I would feel comfortable in that home. <laughs> yeah, you feel... They had a blanket, they had Mibrove, Ultra, I mean, you... You're feeling, you're feeling pretty good. That was a fun house, and I'm, I'm going to miss Tia, because she was, uh, first off, really pretty to look at. Mm-hmm. She great hair. That the hair was honestly incredible. And mm. by the way, we were talking about wigs earlier. How Ari definitely wears a wig. <laughs> the wig of the week, of course. Which, by the way, we do this every week. The wig of the week. Wig oh, of the okay. week. Yep. Every week. Yep. Every Sponsored week. by Magazine Street Costume Shop. <laughs> <laughs> we love them. Shop local. Shop. Shop delicious. I mean, it's not shop a food store. Shop delicious. It's not, a, it's not a food store. No. Okay, so I did have a few glasses of wine, but the the wig of the week obviously goes to Tia's mother. Oh, yeah. for oh sure. man, that I thing. mean, man. I really think there <laughs> needs to be a rule that you turn fifty and you there should be a law that you have to get a bob. That thing went on forever. It was a lot. I felt like it was pretty on brand for Wiener, Arkansas. Yeah. As someone <laughs> who used to live for twelve years in Wiener, Arkansas, that was pretty. <laughs> felt felt good. I drove through Arkansas on my way down here. I'll have you know, I spent about thirty minutes in it. So you kind of get it. Get a that away. culture, I, like, is yeah, yeah. I get the people. Let me tell you. I Every didn't time see, you go back through, there it is. I didn't see one person while Whoa, I was on that. Let me tell you, I didn't see one person on that fucking drive. But I I'm not sure people actually live in Arkansas. Maybe they're from there, but I don't think. They yeah, there, there's there. buildings and there's roads, of course, and there's armadillos. But are there people? Right. That's the question. <laughs> no, it's literally there are armadillo people. Yes. The answer is no. There are any people. Exactly. Uh. So Tia, unfortunately, we have to say goodbye to. Alvita Zen. <laughs> As they say As in they Arkansas. Say, oh, fuck you, you beat me too. <laughs> I mean, thank God for Kindle though, because the other two are so boring that... Right. What else are we supposed to talk about for the rest of the season? I mean, they... <sighs> L- right. Lauren has said maybe three words the whole season. I don't even think she actually knows she's on the show. I think she's just... She chuckles. <laughs> they were literally... They're in Tuscany, and she's like, oh... While she's playing soccer, like, I mean, she's not saying anything. Becca is, I don't know, Becca, and then, thank God Kendall has her weird little hobby that we can talk about. She's quirky, but she seemed, like, she's well-spoken. I thought she talked through, she, like, explained herself well. Right. When she, when he, like, pulled her aside, and, you know, I think that's more, she's articulate, she can, like, speak to her feelings. Tia was definitely the most, as far as her personality, not just her hobbies, was... 
the most interesting, I think. Or at least most entertaining and just... We can probably all... Yeah, we can probably all empathize or, like... We all know a Tia because we live in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. So, like, we right. all know a, a, a Tia now. We know that just, oh, like, yeah. funny hillbilly girl mm-hmm. out there. Sitting in this room, but anyway, <laughs> she might fuck raccoons, but whatever. <laughs> That's aggressive. What? That's the point of this pod. <laughs> Welcome. Um, and so now they're gonna be off to Peru, and finally, we're gonna get some fucking. I can't People wait. Are gonna I don't get laid. I don't I wanna, think happen. I, I want to the room. I think he's such a nice guy that he is not gonna do it. You don't think... I don't... I think he's He can't gonna, keep his hands off of their faces. I like think I he's going to be like, we're going to get to second base. Oh, thank God you took your top off. Yay, boobs. Because he probably hasn't had sex in like a year. That's what every guy says when they finally get I'll, it. I'll spare you the surprise, Jordan, Yay, but boobs. we all say that. Whether we see them or not. <laughs> I mean, Yay, do you really think Yay, he boobs. was having sex before, before the show? He doesn't seem like your one-night stand type of guy. Jordan, prostitutes exist. He and lives he in Scottsdale. Been, uh, if there's ever Scottsdale, the one night stand capital of America, sponsored by Scottsdale, uh, Scottsdale <laughs> Tourism, the Tourism Bureau of Scottsdale, Scottsdale, you mean Scottsdale prostitutes. Come on down, play golf, fuck our strippers. <laughs> Welcome to Scotts Vegas. There's a reason we it's did my brother there. No, I, yeah. I just don't see him doing it. I think it's the runoff like, of LA. I think he's gonna aggressively make out with every single one of them and like hold their faces and brush their hair back and he can't keep his hands off. He's bringing also. a jar of Crisco and he's fisting one of them. <laughs> and buying a bag of Cheetos. <laughs> <Some> tortillas. <laughs> that story is oh was too good. <laughs> So for our listeners at home, a young gay male that we know here, not me, went to the store to buy uh, fisting supplies because he got just recently got into a relationship with a boyfriend who apparently is fisting. So he bought gloves, a can of Crisco, and then immediately was like, uh-oh, the lady at Rouse is going to know that we're going to fist each other, so let's buy a bag of toasty. So the receipt is just Crisco gloves and Tostitos. Because it's oil. It's an oil-based lubricant. Lube's expensive and to do a lot of lube to fit a fist in an asshole. <laughs> so they bought a can of Crisco and they thought, let's throw this nice Rouse's lady off our tail by buying one bag of Tostitos. Not even salsa. But the best thing is. What is what the is issue she? if she is on your trail? What, is it illegal to, fist, to buy fisting supplies in Louisiana? Maybe. Maybe. You're right. Probably, fair point. Fair point. They would have got shot on sight. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that is, that's off the rails again. Anyway. And uh, sorry about that, folks. <laughs> if, you don't like fisting, if you don't like fisting, don't listen to this podcast. Yeah, I don't you know. know what you're getting into. Yeah. You're like gay play. fisting. You're the one who... Is listening to this shit. <laughs> oh my god. This is what it's like every week. <laughs> is uh, Jordan gonna come back? No. Tune in next week. <laughs> That's the real surprise. Yeah. We'll we didn't even talk surprise. about Ari's awful Holocaust tattoo. 
Oh, wow, okay. wow, 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 I forgot about that. <sighs> thank you for getting, and thank you for bringing that up. So, Every one, <laughs> yeah, yeah, also, that. this is a shitty conductor, he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> well, I'm really just more enjoying all the rails. Like, why don't we just have our own podcast where we just sit around drinking all the podcasts? Gays spilling tea. <laughs> Colin, <laughs> the Boston Tea Party. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so at one point, we noticed that Ari has another shitty tattoo, and it's on his wrist, and it is a series of numbers. And Jordan that, being... Auschwitz. Auschwitz. Well, we yeah, so that was... And then Jordan, being ever resourceful, pulled out her flip phone. Love her and <laughs> so, Texas. Why are you aging, yeah. are you aging me so much? Do you remember Cha-Cha? Cha-cha. It was on when you had the flip phone. You did C-H-A-C-H-A. And you could text it any question. And they Googled it for you. Yeah. Like Smarter Child Before we had smartphones, Google. And it was continued conductor. So So we were talking about it the whole time. And it was bothering the shit out of me of what it meant. So I Googled it. And apparently he has a fetish of Les Mis. The tattoo no one, no is the <laughs> prisoner number of Jean Valjean from Les Miserables. And the accent is so sexy. <laughs> Jean Valjean. And he said, what was the quote that he... Hold how did he describe it? It was, it was something about how he, he personally connected with him. He personally connected with him. I have it up still. I can't wait to hear more of this because... Jean Valjean, like... It confirmed my theory already that he is a homosexual. He is raging homosexual. He said... The main character, Jean Valjean... Thank you. I just connected with that character and I saw the play in London, so I got the tattoo. Jean Valjean goes to prison for stealing food for his poor family. And then... <laughs> he, uh... Finally escapes and he's being hunted by the police captain, like through the entire story. But Jean Valjean changes his name and That's becomes Hugh Jackman like, in, the, in the film. Exactly, and he becomes like a captain of industry. He provides, he starts his own factory, provides all these people with jobs. Um, and like, I don't know how in any way Ari ever. Thinks, but I mean, did he like, think connects that to he, him in any way? He, he's like a renegade and also like Robin Hood of Paris during the French Revolution. He also obviously didn't think that tattoo through. Who gets a number tattoo on their wrist? On like their wrist, not not the best part, no. But also, who gets a shitty tiger tattoo on their ribcage as well? So. I just I just cannot imagine ever like not being able to like connect the dots. Like, oh yeah, let me get a number tattooed on my fucking arm without thinking like this could be in really poor taste mm -hmm. and spoiler it is <laughs> god it was it's he's fucking retarded yeah i mean our, our, i cannot worst bachelor i think hands down oh i don't know we are in comparison we also have nick as well but nick is now dating january jones however i do find at least nick and Juan were entertaining, whereas Ari is just, he's a snooze fest. If I yes, wasn't getting wine drunk every episode, I'd be miserable. <laughs> this is the only season of the show I've ever watched, but I will say that, like, just through having social media, I've, like, seen, like, memes and posts about Nick and Juan Pablo, how they're shitty bachelors and stuff. 
and so that's what I kind of learned this thinking like oh like you know if he sucks like he'll get a couple laughs he is awful to watch like, like I said earlier how many the best part's the girls half the time that's there's funny. they're not even showing him on a date they're just showing the girls in a group setting because mm-hmm. he's that boring right and yep. obviously their conversation is not riveting whatsoever that they can't even make an episode of it. They're just even Tia, sh- when she was crying, it was like... They're literally just having to show them in an episode. Like, she, no just, she couldn't stop touching her eyes, and it felt like she was trying to squeeze tears out of her like, come on, eyes. come on, do this. I'm going to be... I'm sure she was sad, because, you know, you lost the competition. But right. Like, and I it think was you just, made like, a, nonstop. I think you made a very good point on that. I don't think... Especially this season, I don't think they're so much sad that they're not in the conversation for his love anymore and like they're because they're in love with him i think they're sad the fact that they lost they lost the competition like yeah in someone else's eyes these other girls are better than them and right it's like, ah fuck like that's hard on any plane you know never mind a national tv stage right so we have our final three typically they pick the uh next like the 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 Bachelorette will be one of these three, will be one of the four, I guess, because typically they pick out of the top four. So right. if you had to pick, who would be your Bachelorette? Tia. Kendall. Kendall, hands down. I would I'd say like Kendall, but I think that Kendall's going to win. I would, regardless of that, I would say Tia only because I'd like to see her on the show because I think her, like, kind of rednecky, like... I do think silly it would be outgoing very, personality would be really fun to have. I think it would be like another like Caitlyn. I do agree on that, but I just think that Kendall is very kind, but then like she's got like this quirkiness about her that would make for some great. I think she'd be a good bachelorette, but I only to pick her is because I do think she's probably gonna win. You hate it. You heard it here first. I don't think she is from this Kendall's episode alone. The fact that he had to pull her aside. But he sent him home to keep her there. Yeah, but I think he's... I just don't see it. I think he's still questioning it, and I think he wants a ring on some girl's finger so bad, and I don't see her changing her mind within the next week of being like, yeah, I'll totally be engaged to you. I think yeah. he likes her the most, and that's what... First casualty. <laughs> you know, at least never spilled on the couch. At least never spilled on the couch. I talk about yeah, hands, though. You know, you know I'm dabbing, I'm dabbing. For those looking for a visual, um, um, I talk with my hands because I'm Italian, and I just spilled red wine on the couch. Luckily, the couch is um, gray. gray and not white, because <laughs> we'll be in a whole different scenario right now. Uh, I think that Tia Kendall would be great because the guys would be so kind of smitten. Smitten, but also weirded out by her odd kind of, uh, you know, the, the taxidermy thing. And, you know, they always bring on the most standard basic bros on these. So it would be really entertaining to see them have to deal with a girl as an actual personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Tia would be fun because she's kind of a redneck, kind of a hillbilly, but, like, it's still, like, she fun had the one of the boys tendency. Yeah. That, that, like... I feel like other bachelors, I'm sure, I'm just basing off of assumptions here, but have probably tried to be that girl before. I'm one of the boys, but, like, she's, like, she brought Ari, like, in, like, a dirt truck. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Caitlin did a pretty good job of it. She did. I think Rachel was kind of boring. 
love her. I think she's a great person, Agreed. but I think her season was a little... I think that, and then if they have to meet the family, I mean, like, those guys are signing up to, if they're not from the South or they're not from the Midwest or any kind of, like, sort of rural area, they're, they're signing up to be with someone who's, you know, this is who she is, you have to deal with the family, and that's that. Like, yep. I want to know, like... I think she'd be a good Bachelor. Are you, like, supposed to, like, so, do you have to move to, like, where, like, the Bachelor or Bachelor... At lives like is that a rule? I think, no, no, the show's over. It I seems like they all probably, do though. They all make it. Or like, they all go uh, to L. A. They all go to L. A. Or like Nashville. JoJo and Jordan live in Dallas. How are they still together? I don't know. Blows my mind. Blows my mind. She's so pretty and he's so lame, but he's also making a ton of money working for ESPN. So, uh, and then I don't know. They all live kind of in fun. Like a lot of them live in Nashville. And so random, why Nashville? It's like the LA of the South. Is it? I think yeah. Nashville's like really cool. I've been to Nashville. It's not I didn't that cool. I think it was that cool. Um, I used to live there. It's not that great. I like to do it wrong, but I cannot imagine. Like the it's fun to visit, the but there I is mean, no LA of anywhere else. That's what I, I think it's probably house. like the closest that you're gonna get to. L.A. of the South. Think, okay, because think, think about Atlanta. it. Okay, think about it. If you're, if you're moving to... If you want to make it big, you're either moving to L.A. to be a movie star or you move to Nashville to be New York City, a musician. Uh, New York City. But a lot of people move into Nashville to be a musician. Um, yeah, yeah, for a musician, yeah. And then, I mean... Or Austin, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I just think... It is... They live in, yeah, some funky spots, but... Yeah, now you're going to have to... You're going to have to give somebody like Tia Lerner's family. More one. This segment Probably. was also brought to you by Reginelli's Pizza. Thanks for Oh yeah, how did we not even mention that? How did we not mention our great sponsor, Reginelli's right, Pizza? Raise your, hand, raise your hand if you had any of the salad that Devin ordered. I had like a bite. Damn, I didn't have it. I thought it was going to be just Devin raising his hand. No, I literally had a bite. Good. You're the one trying to be fat. He is trying to be fit. Whatever. I was sure I was in the pool today, and that was great, so. Same. I know you did. That was watching you. Okay. <laughs> I really missed a lot. <laughs> um, so now we go to Peru. And apparently a, a spurned ex-lover shows up. A spurned ex-lover shows up. Somebody cries. Potentially nobody gets fucked. I feel like they all cry. I well, if you fucked Ari, you'd cry too. That's what I'm saying. I think that's, that's <laughs> where the tears come from. I get where you're coming from, Jordan, with your hot chick that no one gets laid, but I don't. Agree. I'm thinking at this point, you're so horny and nervous. Like, could you, you talk about me or are you talking about these contestants? Oh, I don't we know. Mutually yeah. Exclusive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one and the same. But I will, yes. I could see one, like, fantasy suite falling through just for drama, because that would be awesome. Like, the big moment, like, to see if, like, you're sexually compatible with this person, you feel that you're compatible in every area with, aside from sex, you haven't had sex yet, and it falls through the drama, the tension, but to say he doesn't fuck anybody, I don't, I don't buy that. I just don't think he's man enough to follow through, and I think all these women, aside from maybe Becca, are going to be so nervous that they're not going to take the lead, and he's going to be like, well, what do you, what do you want to do? Well, do you want me to stop? Well, well, well what do you want me to do? Do you want me to stop? Exactly. Should I stop? Should I stop? Because you know what? That's a lady boner for everyone. 
Wait, Big Poner Killer for everyone. Yeah. Is that, you can whisper it to me if you don't want it on the podcast. Um, when I went to San Diego, he's not going to be listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't good? No, I didn't have sex with him because I'm half naked in his bed and he goes, we're making out and I'm literally just in a t-shirt. He goes, just let me know when you want me to stop. And I said, well, now will be a great time to this stop because well, you just killed my boner. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even... What? Girl, wouldn't stop I that. I had the same reaction. That's awful. I'm ready, I'm ready and rearing to go, and he's like, just let me know when you want to stop. Well, well I'm this immediately, is, this, this is it. everything's dry down below now. Well, stopping and is on your mind, so, so I guess you might as well stop now, dude. I've never, not to chew my own horn, but I've never been half naked in bed with a man. He's like, let me know when I should stop. I get where he's coming from as far as, like, respect. That's fine, be, re- be respectful, but, like, you let know. me tell you when to stop. Yeah. And also, I think that there's... The whole implication of you being in bed naked and then like... I'm literally... I'm if in If he doesn't want to just shove his dick in you, because that's... Like, you need to be able to say yes to that. I'm in your shirt in like a tiny that. little thong and you're going to be like, should and I stop? And you're not going to finger me? I mean, come on. Like, I... It's not like I had pants on or something. So, I think this is oh, where sorry. we <laughs> say... <laughs> great podcast, Jordan... Great job on your first pod. Thank you, thank you. Uh, great episode, y'all. Oh, Paul, did you do okay? <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Praises for Paul, please. <laughs> all in all, this might be our best podcast yet, actually. <laughs> Everybody did a fantastic job. I love my Paul, fans. Jordan, great job. Thanks uh, for listening, guys. We'll be back, uh, I think, next week with... with uh, Jordan's fingering <laughs> With more of Jordan not getting banged. Uh, next week is a two-parter, so we'll try to put together, we'll see what we can do about getting both of them in there. Until then, uh, happy, yeah, happy batching or whatever. <laughs>